0: everything is instant God we declare today we're not in a rush God I thank you that you are here and we come collectively and we welcome you Holy Spirit Holy Spirit you are welcome here as we've just been worshipping there I had a sense for some of us the expression lost at sea or out at sea would be the best description of how it feels right now and yesterday I'm clearing out uh, some junk in our house and I find a compass and I haven't used this compass for a long time And I just had a sense of the Father saying yesterday, compasses are not designed to be kept in a little display pouch in a room upstairs that you never use. So if there's any of us here today feeling a little bit out at sea, perhaps you feel lost at sea. Perhaps here in this moment we come again to the Father and say, will you captain my ship? Because I'm not sure how to navigate anymore. The things I thought I knew have come undone. The path I've walked before has led nowhere. So Father, I ask you to come and captain me. we trust you to navigate us through this season we find ourselves in because our hearts are all over the place and the other picture I had was like um, Jesus as a perfect walking companion and he's actually taken our hearts into his rucksack and he was an old school rucksack like this rucksack kind of represented. It's not his first walk. It's not brand new from George Fisher. It doesn't have the tags on. This, is a, this rucksack of Jesus's. He's had it in, been through a few storms. But he's inviting us to put our hearts. Into his hands. So part of what we do is wait we're not in a rush The so Holy Spirit come Holy Spirit come bring peace bring your joy Bring your embrace. Bring your welcome. The picture I have for someone is like, you've opened the heart of your door. And I know we're going into um, autumn, but actually uh, the Father said, no, it's spring for you. Holy Spirit, you're welcome here. Holy Spirit, you come in a rush and you're coming in a hush.
1: Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Come flood this place and fill the atmosphere. Your glory, God, is what our hearts long for to be. To be overcome by your presence, Lord. There's nothing worth more that will ever come close. Nothing can compare your in. it and seen of the sweetest of loves, where my heart becomes free and my shame is undone in Your presence.
0: Yeah, Father, I thank you that you long to meet with us. So we thank you for your presence. Father, I, I don't want to, we don't want to leave this place the same. So I thank you that your presence, you don't just meet us here, but you go with us. So we thank you for that promise that I'm going to be with you today tomorrow, throughout the week. So I pray that you'll help us to be a people of presence who walk in the promises of God. Yeah, Father, I thank you for Jade. I thank you for who she is. I thank you for her life of pursuing you. And I just want to pray anointing on her now as she speaks I pray for her, uh, that her lips, you would touch her lips. to be like fire. And there would be like cashmere, um, that really soft wool for those who need. So for those of us who need your fire, and for those who need us, your cashmere. Anoint Jade in this moment, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Bless you, Jade. Morning. Morning.
2: My introvert self is wondering why I agree to
0: this.
2: (laughs) Um, Rhoda sent me a message and asked me to share um, what I feel the father may have put on my heart on being childlike. So obviously I spend most of my time around two children. And I thought, what have my children taught me the most... um, They've taught me a lot of things. Being a parent has taught me so, so much. But I think the two things that I take away from them the most are my oldest, Eliza, is the most curious little person I've ever met in my life. Like, she will ask so many questions, especially when I'm driving. (laughs) Um, But I think when I watch her and I listen to her, there's something about her where she's not old enough to have set opinions yet or she's she's just at an age where she just wants to absorb, she just wants to learn, she just wants to, to understand the world and the things around her, and her questions will lead to more questions, to more questions, to more questions, and I find that I watch her grow and I watch her learn and I watch her mature through being so curious, and I don't know, I, I was brought up in church, so there's lots of things I've needed to unlearn and unpack about what's the father's heart, what's, what's been uh, not of him that's been put on me. And, and the only way I've been able to do that and will still need to do that is by being curious and, and asking those questions. And I think, you know, having foundational, um, core beliefs, our core values is really, really important and that's good and I, I think that's God, but I actually think God invites us to a wrestle with him quite a lot, to, to really wrestle stuff out with him, I think he's big enough for it, he can take it and he, he wants that from us um, so yeah, just how, what does it look like for us to release po- possibly some of our rigidness in our thinking or to let God just bring some new stuff in, new new thought patterns, new values, new new ways of thinking and seeing people and things. Um, and the second was my children. Like, I, I hug and kiss my kids till the cows come home. Like, physical affection is massive in our house. And um, Annalise is quite comfortable using me as a climbing frame. Eliza would have no problem coming and sitting on my knee and just, just giving me a kiss or a cuddle or... Um, quite a trigger for me because i didn't grow up feeling there was a lot of physical affection so maybe that's why i'm such a so big on it um and eliza quite often she she'll if something's really really good she'll say it's 10 i don't know where she's got maybe it's like 10 out of 10 and she's just taken half of it but she'll say it's 10 and i said to her a few weeks ago um do you know how much Mummy loves you and she said Mummy, i know you love me 10 and i think you know it got me thinking about um there's a scripture in let me just get it up in john where it it says the disciple that jesus dearly loved and so do we know do we know who said who said that yeah so he said that about himself <laughs> what a guy um i love that i love that he's so He's so sewn into his identity that he's loved. That's how he introduces himself. And I don't think that's anything to do with him declaring there was favouritism or anything like that. I think it's just that he has grasped that Jesus loved him ten. And then it goes on to say that that Jesus, that he was obviously sat by Jesus with his head on Jesus' chest. And... When I read that, I mean, if you, if you imagine he was a grown man sat in a room with all the disciples who were also grown men, and he was so comfortable with Jesus enough that he just had his head on, on his chest. And when I picture that, I just think of—I think of safety, I think of vulnerability, I think of just how wonderful it is that he knew who Jesus was for him in that moment, that he didn't care that there was grown men around watching him with his head on Jesus' chest. Like he just was in a place of knowing who he was, knowing who he, he was loved. Um, and yeah, just that just that gentle invitation of being more childlike in declaring that we're loved. Like, And it's such a cliche thing, isn't it? Especially when you've been brought up in church, Jesus loves me. But like he seriously does love you 10 I think if we grasped that, if we really, really understood that so much so that if Jesus was in our presence, we would we would have His head, our heads on His chest. Um. So yeah, in this week, I was just I came across a song, and I really felt for myself and for this community that it was just the lyrics were just this beautiful invitation into inviting us into a fresh. A fresh way of thinking, a fresh way of seeing, and just giving the father space and room to come in and and do something new. And I don't know. Maybe there's different ways that people could learn to be childlike. Maybe it's to do with provision for you in in the times that we're in at the moment. My kids don't worry about where a meal's going to come from, or they sit at that dinner table every night expecting that there'll be food, that they've got a roof over their head. Maybe it's provision. Maybe it's it's this, as Alison was saying, this shaking and change that we're going through as a as a, a nation. Where do we, you know, that those childlike fears come in when change happens, doesn't it? And we we're shaking, but but actually we have a King in Jesus. Um. So I don't know if you wanted to just put the song on and just to, I think just to sit and just let these lyrics wash wash over us and just listen to what the Father might be be asking you in ways that you could be more childlike with him. What did the father put
0: his finger on in your heart? When she mentioned the word rigid or rigidity, I felt, oh. Oh. And when I think of rigid, I think of like, you know those stagger, stagger, stagger tight, stagger light? Yes. Yeah, Time to come up <laughs> Yeah. but, but they, they don't just happen overnight, do they? And I just thought, oh, I wonder if the father's, if there's any rigid stuff, he needs to break off. And I love the contrast of how do I get rid of a, a rigid heart? Ah, oh, the embrace of the father. I love that picture, that invitation of a grown man putting his head on the chest of Jesus and embracing that ten love of Jesus.
1: you
2: yeah we we thank you jesus that you love us 10 we thank you that you're about growth you're about maturity that you partner with us through every stage and season of our life that you want to want to grow us right until our very last days let us never grow closed off to you let us keep our hearts wide open to your voice and who you are and everything that you want to be to us lord
0: in jesus name Amen. Thank you so
1: much, Jade.